Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, Brittany. We love you, girl. Get out of there. It's not safe. Brittany, you in danger, girl. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show, the third hour this Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And to begin this third hour of today's program, Holly has a very important TV-related question for you. Yes. What TV show were you sad to finish? Like you cried, you had big feels, you felt like you were missing a friend. We want to know. 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one. And what makes us ask this question? Jennifer Garner. Oh, what's she doing? She's getting all emotional about ending The Office. She cried about it, and she shared it on social media. Oh, she watched The Office? Yeah, so oh, Jennifer okay. Garner spent quarantine watching the entire series of The Office with her kids. So they would watch episodes, and now they finally have reached the end, and she can't handle it. She's like, she's crying. I totally... Her, what did she film that experience? Yeah, of, course of course she did. Yeah, Because yeah. that's a very Jennifer Garner thing to do. Yeah. She's always hot on the, uh, let me show you what I'm doing thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we thank her for it, because yeah. now we're talking about yeah, it. Exactly. We're not complaining. No. Um, this is, I mean, uh, I would imagine of late, this is a very common behavior, right? Because everybody's sort of got extra time on their hands to binge stuff, and... You always get emotional. I mean, if you love a show to the point that you're going to binge the entire series and there are multiple seasons of that series, um, it goes without saying that at the end, you should probably be feeling somewhat emotional because you will have invested time, effort, and thought into these characters, stories, and plot lines. And I know I've had that experience myself. By the way, you can um, give Holly a jingle and let her know what that series was for you at 651-641-1071 or just send us a, a tweet or an email, of course, and we'll read them on the air. But I most, I don't want to say most recently, but one that sticks out for me uh, was One Day at a Time, the new series. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That show just gives me all the feels because you love the characters. I love the storylines. Do you know what other series really made me feel that way? Although I haven't watched the actual finale yet. What? Because I'm still not ready to admit that it's over. Stranger Things? Because you haven't watched... Okay, so that's a personal attack, (laughs) and I'm not here for it. No! um, um, Oh, gosh. (sighs) Transparent. Oh, I haven't watched the finale either. Because the finale is a musical, and it really bothers me that they did it that way. It's problematic and fraught, and I understand that, so whatever. It is what it is, and I'm just not willing to accept that that show is over yet. Because I felt so invested in that story and those characters, specifically the main character who, for reasons we don't have time to get into, just really created a problematic situation that I'm not happy about. Anyway, I've got feels. What I'm saying is it's normal to have feels. Feels are good. Who's on the phone? (laughs) We've got Fatima on the phone. Fatima! 
What series gave you all the feels? Hey, Fatima. Hi. Um, I Before I say the show that gave me the feels, I just wanted to say that I love you guys. You, Bradley, Colleen, and Holly, I listen to you guys every day. Oh, thank Aww, you, Fatima. Thank that you. makes us happy. You can have an air horn for that. You gave us feels. <laughs> thank you. And um, it was Gilmore Girls. Um, I love that show. Yeah. Did you watch it recently, or is that just um, you just remember when that happened? I just remember when that happened. I watched it a couple of months ago, and when I finished it, I was like, oh, <laughs> like I was missing it. Like I did. You watch like any of the new episodes uh, that were on Netflix? I did. Yeah, I watched like every everything I could find on it. I even took the quiz. It was it was like a hard to let it go. Yeah, I totally, totally get that. Well, hopefully maybe there'll be some more episodes in the future, or you can just watch it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Fatima. Thank you. All right, so what reality, or not reality show, what show, what TV show, what experience gave you all the feels when you binged it? Um, give us a jingle. We have somebody else on the phone, huh? Yeah, we have Chrissy on the line. Hi, Chrissy. What show gave you all the feels? Hi, Longmire. Oh, okay. That is, is that a British series? <laughs> well, it's a series that old men, grandpas, and apparently me watch. <laughs> and it was on, it was like AMC or something like that. Then it moved to Netflix. And he is a sheriff in a town in Wyoming. And that's where it starts. So did you binge Longmire or were you watching it from the beginning when it started and then you went on the whole ride and when it was over, it was just, oh, devastating. Completely binged it because that's now what my husband and I do because after listening to Bradley for a long time about cutting the cord, we finally did. Oh, good. Now, so once again, old people, right? Because we don't do things right away. It takes us about 10 years later. So now we're watching old people shows and binging TV. Hey, look, I'm all about old people shows. Yeah. As a person who's routinely 85 years or older in my life, <laughs> I totally approve of this behavior. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, we're talking about shows that gave us the feels when we binged. And Holly, I just want to let you know that I'm hearing Alexis in my ear. So, Oh, well, that's wonderful. Hey, girl. Hey. So, as they um, like to say on the morning show. And even these shows, you don't necessarily even have to binge them, but it's just that you've gone on a journey with the show. And when the show is over... You're just like, well, what else is there in the life of me and TV? We got an email from Taylor saying, I recently rewatched Scrubbed and Bald at the season eight finale. Now, they do want to say that Scrubbed season nine doesn't count. So they just ended at season eight. But it was just like, oh, this is done. Yeah. No, it's um, Kate on Twitter said parenthood. Oh, that one I've heard gives people all the feels. Yeah, I I. I am very, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of other shows. There haven't been, you know, uh, there haven't been a ton of shows that have ended that I'm a huge, uh, that I get hugely emotional about because most of the ones that I'm hugely emotional about are still around. So I think of all my nerd shows like Doctor Who. Um, I will say I, I had like an emotional reaction to the end of House of Cards, but not not because I felt so <laughs> happy yeah. about the characters. In fact, quite the opposite. But I did feel emotional about the end of that show because, it again, like transparent, it just ended so unnecessarily. 
and abruptly. Yeah. Yeah. You felt like you didn't have the completion for the characters because you were so attached to them. Exactly. Let's go to Kim. Oh, no. Kim left, but she said parenthood. Oh, okay. That's another one. Just like the tweet. I just finished a show last night and I was really sad that it's over. I may destroy you on HBO. That's the Michaela Cole series. Oh, I need to watch this series. It keeps coming up in my... Uh, in my world, people are recommending it. It comes up in my timeline. Have you watched it? Yes. And the finale last night, and I was really sad to see it over. I was oh. like, "Oh, I'm not going to have my Monday story anymore." But this is a show by British uh, actress, writer, show creator Michaela Cole. She did Chewing Gum, which Bradley, you actually oh, introduced you to me. You want to talk about emotional? Yeah. Watch that show, and you're going to want so much more. Um, of that show and she's just not going to do it like I guarantee you she won't go back and do chewing gum but she should it's amazing I love that show yes so it uh, tell me about I May Destroy You so I May Destroy You is about it's actually based off of something that happened to Michaela Cole a sexual assault that she experienced and so it takes a look at this character Arabella and her journey about what happens after she's sexually assaulted. But it's so much more than that. I can't even describe it to you, but it's one of the best things I've seen on TV in years. It's, she, oh, she's if I may say, is probably one of the best actresses around. I mean, I say that knowing full well that I'm probably full of blind spots, but I love her and anything she does, I'm obsessed with. There's also a series, if you are having a Michaela Cole fix and you've watched Chewing Gum, and you'd like to see her do something more serious, yet with a tinge of dark humor. Black Earth Rising is a series, I think it's on Netflix, that she did in 2018, and it's about um, the genocide in Rwanda. But it's so, like, to your point about I May Destroy You, it's about so much more. And it's just, it's such a beautiful, beautiful series. So yes. I can't recommend that highly enough Yes, either. if you have HBO Max, I May Destroy You, Maybe just watch it one week at a time because it it does get pretty heavy, but it's one of the best TV shows in years. We did get a couple more emails before we leave. It seems like parenthood just leaves people devastated and hysterical crying. Margaret said parenthood left her hysterical crying. Also, six feet under left her hysterical crying. And then, uh, yeah, so just if you decide to watch those parenthood, just know that. You're going to get emotional. You're going to get all the feels. You're going to get all the feels. All right. Speaking of feels, ooh, these are un- uncomfortable, tingly feels. What? We have to get the Cobra gang together because Brittany's into some stuff and we oh. need to talk about it. It involves crystals and food and I'm not really sure what it means. Honey. We'll try to figure it out when we return right here on My Talk 1071. What is going on with Britney Spears? It's a day that ends in Y, so we're asking ourselves that question again. And we will continue till she is freed. <laughs> Frozen. Uh, welcome back to the third hour of what is only the Tuesday program of the Colleen and Bradley show. Good afternoon. Thanks for being with us. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. When we discuss Britney and what's going on with her, we have to get the Cobra gang together, Britney Spears style. Whenever there's trouble, whenever there's trouble, Okay, call me weird if you want to, but I really love crystals and rocks. 
Well, good for you, Brad. I'm really glad no, that you like crystals and rocks. That's not me. Uh, although that technically is the 12 year old me who had a rock tumbler. Yeah, more did. on that in a bit. God, I loved that thing. Oh, I was going to make semi precious jewelry. Oh. But I didn't. Anyway, Britney Spears, that is the first sentence of one of Britney Spears' most recent posts from 22 hours ago. Okay, call me weird. But if you want, if you want, but I really love crystals and rocks. And the photograph is uh, a book cover, The Crystal Bible, A Definitive Guide to Crystals by Judy Hall. Brittany goes on to say the following. Now, if you're wondering why we're talking about this, because something ain't right with Brittany or whoever is controlling her Instagram account. I mean, anybody, a passing, you know, boob on the street will tell you that there is something going on and we should be paying attention and talking about it at length, which is why we're doing this segment. Can I go on with this caption? Of course. As it goes on. Please. And on. So she really loves rocks and crystals. During this pandemic, I've had more time to myself. So I started a collection of crystals and I now have 33. They are stunning. And I pray and meditate with them every darn day. I don't have a specific prayer, Because it's different every time, depending on what I'm going through. For instance, yesterday I prayed to find more confidence and grace, asking my spiritual guides to guide me. I usually also burn incense to clear the energy. I even used to hold a small rock in my pocket when I was nervous for interviews for good luck. I'm taking this time to find myself and go back to the things I loved when I was younger. When I was little. Anytime I went outside, I would rather stay in the driveway and look for pretty rocks than play. Okay, so I was a weird little kid. Hmm. I guess some things never change. P.S. In other words, go put some damn rocks in your house. Rockney! Rockney! Pebbleney! Okay, so actually, there's just something delightfully innocent about this post. Like, I'm I'm here for rocks. I like rocks. Who doesn't love rocks? Rocks have been good to us. We actually... All of us live on a giant rock. It's true. It's true. And some rocks are pretty. And I remember, actually, I think it was about fourth grade. Did you ever have like one of those rock boards uh, where it had like the semi-precious stones like attached and you could see an example of all the different rocks? And then just about that time in your development, you also probably made one of them popcorn mineral things. It was called like a popcorn rock where you like could make... It was like, I don't know, you put some chemicals in the water and there was like, I don't know, I may be making this up myself. You could be. I did have a spin drift just moments ago. I don't know if <laughs> there was anything in there. But <laughs> but I seem to remember it just like being obsessed with rocks in about fourth grade. Yes. Geodes. like. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You got to see our first geode. I spent many a visit at the Endangered Species Store in my local <laughs> yes! mall. That is the that was back in the day. I don't think they exist anymore. Yeah, it's Endangered Species Store. That's where you would be able to buy your um, your rocks, your geodes, your astronaut ice cream, and your whale art that was painted by one specific guy. I want to say his name was Wiley. Well, and you would hear whale noises. As you walked through the store or like uh, rainforest noise, because we were all obsessed with the rainforest then because they were destroying the rainforest still are Mm -hmm. sadly. Um, But remember the uh, we just all were obsessed with like, you know, ambient noise of the rainforest or whales. That artist is wiling, by the way. I do remember. I I absolutely remember this. So what I'm saying is like... Brittany is going down a delightful nostalgia trip just like us, and it's fueled by geodes. Yeah, and I'm all here for it. But there is this just delightfully innocent quality about it that just seems a little disconcerting in this moment, especially because she's a 38-year-old mother of two who's in charge of like, or actually should be in charge of a tens of millions of dollar empire. Right. But she's not. Because she's under the control of this conservatorship. So th- it, there's just a cognitive dissonance here. Yes, totally that is get that. slightly disturbing. Yeah. Now, I continue. The most recent post is her doing one of her typical routines where she dances around her foyer. You've seen this video, I take it? You've this, seen videos well, like it. We've seen videos like this. This video is like every other Britney dancing in the house where she just she twirls. So she's she's a twirler. She's whipping her hair. And this seems like every other thing that we've seen of her. We don't know when this video was taken. She'd be like, you guys, I know when I'm taking this video. And she'd shame us for it. Now, but I'm skeptical. Can I read you the caption for this one? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm very sweet here. And yes, I'm working on my body. It's very hard at this time because there's really nowhere to go and everything is closed. But I swear to God, food has never tasted so good. I've heard people say, love people who love food. Well, damn, I must really be loved. I love food because it touches my soul. Okay, now back to my point. I used to feel ice cold after a workout. Now I'm learning I actually sweat when I work out and I enjoy it. Anyhow, what things have you guys learned to do in your own time. P.S. I know, I know, my hair is a hot mess. But considering how long it can take to get your hair done for a show, it's kind of nice to switch it up a bit and throw in some rock and roll. Okay. Is she... Excuse me, Is this what? what? Anyone? What is going... There are about five ideas in there, most of which are actually kind of depressing because she talks about how she doesn't like herself... Um, because of food and her hair. Oh. You guys, this is... This is I was just going to say, what is this, like, Ulysses, but on Instagram with the stream of consciousness and the, the stuff? I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I say grab a rock and pray for Britney. She needs <laughs> yes. our help more than ever. Oh, girl. We'll be right back. You know, some days you just need to know you're not the stupidest person in the room. It's fine. I've been there. Most days. This segment is going to give you that peace of mind, and we do it every day here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Good afternoon. I'm the Bradley. That's not Colleen, that's Holly. 
Helene will be back on Thursday. Holly, it's time to get right into those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Florida. Wow, that was awesome. (laughs) Um, So... Sometimes Florida and sometimes Florida. And that's where we're going to begin today because I want to tell you about a lady. And Holly, get your fingers ready. You're going to have to push some buttons here. Wonderful. Uh, And you'll know exactly what kind of buttons to push when I tell you the tale of 40 year old Nicole Dozois. Ooh, fancy. So let's take ourselves back to, well, first of all, we're going to take ourselves to. Um, Largo, which is a city in the Tampa Bay area, around 2 a.m. Sunday. And Ms. Dozwa got very angry with her dad. Her dad, by the way, who's 59 years old. Um, and she became angry with her dad due to something, well, most of us would call a medical condition of some kind or consider, like, he's not responsible. Although you, you'll understand Ms. Dozwa's angst in just a moment. When I tell you that she became angry with her father because of his flatulence. Oh, honey. Yes, the 40-year-old Nicole Dozois at 2 a.m. One wonders, what was going on at 2 a.m. in this house where she was being uh, offended by his gas? Anyway, um, she apparently... Pizza rolls and Cheetos? (laughs) Like, let's just stay up and watch the TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, stop ripping him, Dad. Well, apparently she became angry with her father, quote, due to his flatulence, and an argument ensued. Uh. She then attacked her uh, farty father, Daddy uh, Farts a Lot. Okay. <laughs> That's the doll that they should have at the Toys R Us. Oh, sad oh. face. Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore, kids. Wow, way to go, Brad. Way to bring <laughs> this story down. I just made all the kids sad. Um, trust me, you're not missing anything. That okay. place was so obnoxious. They don't and... even know what it is. Oh, that does make me sad. Okay, anyway, back to Miss <laughs> Dozois. She punched her father in the face numerous times for farting. But, like, where? Just I mean, out of his butt, presumably. Oh, That's usually for, where it comes from. Thanks for the anatomy lesson. But sometimes, like, you, it's time and place, okay? If you're in the can and you're farting, fine. Even if you're farting in your sleep, it happens, okay, fine. Yeah, or the occasional, you know, like, uh, whoops, that slipped out. <laughs> you're right. Wasn't expecting it. Because if you're up at 2 in the morning and, you know, let's say... Dad was having a snack. You're probably not snacking on carrot sticks and hummus. You're snacking on pizza rolls and Cheetos. But maybe they were just on the couch watching some Judge Judy reruns or, um, you know, I don't know, some infomercial of some kind. And um, he was just like ripping them off. (laughs) (laughs) Just to spider. Hey, hey. Hey. Um, Again, it led her to punch her father about the face and scratched him all over his neck and left him with a bloody eye. 
Was there meth involved in this fight? There is, I don't see anything about drugs or alcohol, but she, I mean, that is one angry, I mean, that must have been some really nasty forts. Well. That must have been like, he must have ripped off. <laughs> oh, no, not that one. I didn't. Re- I don't think we've ever played that entire Probably thing. Probably not, because usually someone would come <laughs> in and shame us for it. Well, we might be having a meeting after the show today. Just well, that's to great. I'm busy. But it- <laughs> oh, great! I'm going to be the one that has to hear about it. Okay. Well, enjoy. Anyways, yeah, I'll, so I'll if share it w- feedback later, if it was something like that, I can see why where she would get a little bit upset because what you just played us, Bradley, that is called a forced play. <laughs> that that is not something especially with the little flourish at the <laughs> thank you like yeah. that that is a very deliberate <laughs> siren of nature you yeah. don't just that just doesn't that's an slip. offense yeah that is an offense now should your eyes be scratched out for it no 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 violence is never the answer even when farts are involved thank you Woof. Anyway, she was arrested. Previously, um, she's had convictions for theft and violating probation. She was arrested in 2018 for allegedly punching her sister in the head. Uh, I don't know why. Um, Her dad, however, did... uh, Or no, rather, prosecutors, after she punched her sister, subsequently declined to pursue a domestic battery case. So this is not the first time the police have been called to this residence. So maybe she's known in the family for having a temper. Perhaps. Well, and her dad is now known for having a temper down there. What you got for us, Holly? (sighs) Nothing to do with farts. Probably a good thing. But I bet that where this happened, this crazy, stupid, idiot story happened, it probably smelled. We're going to New Jersey. Okay. We're going to Wyckoff, New Jersey, and we're going to a petting zoo. A petting zoo? A petting zoo. Wow, like, I didn't even know they still had those. A petting zoo full of barnyard cuties and animals, and they go out, and then the kids get to play with them. But what I'm talking about here with this petting zoo is not something that the animals probably enjoyed in any way, shape, or form. So we got to talk about teens at a petting zoo, because they broke into a New Jersey petting zoo and ran amok. The cops say that these kids, six teenagers, illegally made their way onto Abba's farm this weekend at around 10 p.m. The family that lives there and runs the place said that they heard commotion outside and ran out to see what was going on. The owners of the place claimed that they encountered a number of teens in different animal pens. Oh, God. Family members then tried to chase the teens around and they couldn't catch one. One of the owners said he was sent a photo of a girl riding one of his miniature donkeys, the poor dang thing, and they even tagged the farm in their Snapchat. How stupid are they? Oh, God, these people are so stupid. I hope they got arrested. Uh, Cops haven't made any arrests yet. They're on the lookout. Because not only this, these dumb teens, and I'm just going to call them dumb teens because they were abusing this animal and by riding on it with the full weight, they put lipstick. Okay. On the See, mouth I don't have time for these of the people. Ponies. This is when I get really angry. Uh, animals and children and old people. No, I don't have time for you. These people need to be locked up 
and um, they're going to have to pay a bunch of money, and they're not going to be able to go anywhere fun for a long time. Yeah, see, this is the thing. We're going to have we're going to have our angry moment at the teens because it's like these kids were bored because life right now. Not a lot of things to do. I'm making up a story hey, about I these know. guys. Let's I go let all the animals out. Yeah, let's see. Hey, I know. Out. Let's go, you know. Oh, I'm just not even going to say it because <laughs> I'll say something inappropriate. Okay, thank you. At the very least, don't break into a petting zoo and then mishandle the animals and then put a lipstick on a pony, Bradley. One <sighs> of them put lipstick on a no, pony. No, no, no. And they released a bunch of the animals from the areas from their sleeping quarters and then. They left the livestock scared. You guys, respect the animals. Now, luckily, everyone at Amba's farm says that the animals are accounted for, although some of them are still a little scared. Now, it remains closed. This is from yesterday. A vet checked on the animals, and the animals are okay. These kids, however, are stupid, and I'm just going to say it because we don't have time for you. When you're going in and breaking in and doing this kind of stuff. Because, you know, they wanted to, like, make a TikTok. Oh, God, I sound so old. No, it's true. It's That's absolutely not, true. I sound so old where it's like, because obviously they were doing this and they were putting it up on Snapchat and tagging it and trying to think that it was funny. But it's like, guys, come on. Come on. Yeah, No, thank you. You're done. We 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 are going to cancel these children. For the foreseeable future. I mean, good luck to them, but um, I'm not having this. I hope they get arrested, and I hope they are, uh, you know. But by now. I hope their phones are taken away for a long time. Yeah, that's right. But by now. Okay. But by now. Speaking of bye-bye now, when we come back, oh, Holly. Oh, Bradley. I have no idea what we're talking about when we come back, so we should maybe just uh, mix in the grab bag or uh, dig in the grab bag and find out. What leftovers we got for peeps? Oh, yeah. It's like grabbing one of those Planko chips from The Price oh. is Right. Or what What did they put their hands into grabbing the bag? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, although I can't remember the exact uh, <laughs> name for that. But here's what Get I... Get for <laughs> There is... An update in uh, the Jerry Falwell oh. Jr. story, if we want to get back to that. Yes. We'll do that and some more when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, it was a simpler time, America. One that didn't involve a creepy dude in the corner while your wife was having sex with the pool boy. What? Oh, God. Why? Oh, I need to clean my eyes out with bleach. Good afternoon and welcome or your ears. And you're going to want to maybe take a couple extra extra squirts of the hand, Sanny. Don't say squirt. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Of this particular segment of the Colleen and Bradley show as we wrap up Tuesday, August 25th show. It's 2.45, just before Lori and Julia take over. Hey, by the way, have they talked about Jerry Falwell Jr. at all? Briefly, yesterday, they did the Hollywood speak on it, and they used the great quote that I learned from the Lori and Julia show, which is, the wider the lace... The blacker the leather. Oh yes, which completely I've heard that applies before. to the Jerry Falwell Jr. story because Jerry Falwell Jr., uh, president of Liberty University, was in the corner watching his wife. To quote a, <laughs> never mind, I'm not going <laughs> to do it. No, but no. I have an update for you. So we yes, started yes, the yes, show yes. today giving you the second part of our deep investigative dive into the dark, nasty world. Of Jerry Falwell Jr. And I'm overselling it a little bit. Yes, it is. 
but I'm overselling it a little bit. But uh, we have been fascinated by this story for the past couple of days because here's what happened. Jerry Falwell Jr., um, head of Liberty University, and also has tried to make a name for himself in politics. And trust me, the story goes deep and there are so many layers and there's been a lot of reporting done. But most recently, there was this weird photo where he was like drunk on a boat with his gut hanging out and his pants unzipped with another lady whose pants were also unzipped. By the way, the lady was not his wife of 30 some years. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Woof, put a pin in that. So out of, apropos of nothing, out of nowhere comes the statement yesterday from him saying that he... Um, that his wife had an affair with the pool boy, who, by the way, they thought was a really cool dude and uh, was really capable at the age of 20 and seemed like he could run a business. And so they handed over um, like a million some dollars for him and their son and some other people to run a business. What do you know? What? What? Wow, you fold towels really well. I'm going to give you a million dollars to run a business. But then he said his wife had an affair with the dude, but he didn't know anything about it. He wasn't privy to that information, but it was really sad and shocking. And then the dude tried to extort a bunch of money out of them, and he was a victim. Oh, Oh, poor guy. Well, not five minutes later, the good people of Reuters um, published an investigation they'd been working on for a long time, which indicated actually no. The pool boy didn't have an affair with uh, his wife. He had an affair with the whole family. Okay, not really. But essentially, Jerry Falwell Jr. um, was thoroughly aware of the uh, sexual relationship that his wife was having with said pool boy. And in fact, participated in the experience on some level. You can Google your way to find all the nasty details about that. That's the story that we've been fascinated with uh, for a number of reasons the last couple of days. Most recently, today, when we started the show, we heard that he'd uh, stepped down from Liberty University, allegedly, but then kind of waffled and said, oh, I'm not going to do that because I got to talk to my attorneys. Things are still up in the air. I don't really know. Well, officially, about an hour ago, uh, one of the reporters of a Virginia newspaper outlet said that Liberty's board had, in fact, accepted Falwell's rec- uh, resignation. It's official. But that's not all. But wait, there's more. Really? What? So, what possibly... Could we learn about this story that we didn't already know? Aliens. No, no oh, aliens. Good. Oh, okay. Jerry Falwell Jr. just confirmed to uh, a guy named Richard Chumney. Sorry. I know. I'm sorry. sorry. He's a reporter at News Advance. News Advance is, I believe, 
a daily newspaper for Lynchburg, Virginia, Amherst, Appomattox, okay. Bedford, and Campbell County. So All it's right, a local, so the local paper. paper. Jerry Falwell Jr. just confirmed to this local reporter that he'd submitted his rec- resignation to Liberty's board. All right. Wait for it. Okay. Quote, it's a relief, he said. The quote, this is Jerry Falwell Jr. speaking. The quote that keeps going through my mind this morning is Martin Luther King Jr. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Falwell, Are you serious? Are you serious? He compared oh, no. his circumstance to Martin Luther King Jr. Boy, bye. Bye. Bye, He, he then Fowler went Jr. on to say that he's completely moving on from Liberty. Quote, I see a role. That, you guys, it just oh, gets better. Oh, no. And by better, I mean oh, worse. I oh. see a role in other areas. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm not done. This has happened for a reason. Oh, honey, no. Yeah, the what? reason is... You're a scheming fool. Oh, my gosh. The reason this happened was because you couldn't keep your pants zipped and your mouth shut. And And? you were um, telling an entire university's worth of students to behave one way while you and your wife behaved an entirely different way. And embarrassed your entire family in the process. Exactly. You are the president of an organization, Liberty University, or you were, that had a strict honor code that states sexual activity is only permitted between one man and one woman within marriage. Yeah, so you can't be gay. Also, dancing with members of the opposite sex uh, could get you um, dismissed. Yes. By the way, he was also at a club in Miami. They had pictures of him and his wife dancing at a uh, nightclub in Miami with a bunch of young people. Also, I just, it just keeps going on and on and on in this story. Again, we've been fascinated by it for a number of reasons, mostly not because I'm, I have a prurient interest in what sexual business he gets up to. I mean, I have Google. If I want to look at things, I can. I don't need to read about Jerry Falwell doing the nasties. Yeah. Doing some like, you know, um, showtime after dark. Uh, Red Shoe Diaries experience. Yeah, we don't need... Right. That's the thing when talking about this story. It's that there are a lot of salacious details and a lot of things that we have seen in our minds and we can't unsee again. But that's not the point of it. The point is the hypocrisy of it all. The point is, too, uh, questioning where all this money came from to fund the entrepreneurial por- and uh, pool boy, among other things. Also, yeah. yeah. If you want to go even deeper, I mean, let's there's do it. a personal trainer. Oh, yeah. We didn't even really talk about no. this yesterday, but there's this personal trainer out there who um, Jerry Falwell helped get set up through Liberty University. And this is, I think, where the story is going to continue to go now. Like, yes, his personal life in shambles. It's a shame. He's basically... He and his wife have both just embarrassed their entire family in front of the entire world for, you know, doing what they did. Fine. That's like a personal tragedy. I'm not here to, like, you know, poke at people's personal tragedies. Hopefully they'll move and grow and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But beyond that, there's a lot of business shenanigans that people are going to be digging into. And that's, I think, where this story goes next, because this personal trainer of theirs, um, this young, strapping young personal trainer... Um, who was friends and was training uh, both Jerry and his wife, they arranged for Liberty University to essentially 
sell him a piece of property from Liberty University that he could then turn into a business. The only problem is that guy didn't have any money. Right. And so they came up with this cockamamie scheme wherein the university would essentially front him a bunch of rent. That rent, in, in, a, in a sense, would take care of his ownership in that property. So basically allowing him to buy a multi-million dollar property without any money. Yeah. Which is really like for the guy who trains you at the gym. What? What? And Exa- I think yeah. that that's the those are the layers that we're going to continue to dig at. Yeah, though that layer it's it's the money, where did it come from for all of these transactions with Jerry Falwell Jr. and we talked about it at the beginning of this show Bradley Liberty University's endowment is like 1.5 billion dollars approximately. And that has grown in Jerry Falwell Jr.'s tenure. Now, these stories that we've been talking about with the pool boy and the personal trainer and the these transactions they've been out in the open and they've been reported on for a number of years it's just at this moment it has flipped the table so then then one ponders and thinks about it that these people at liberty university probably knew about all of these things going on but yet they still went forward with their leadership they went forward with just basically maybe turning an eye to all of this behavior because the money was rolling in the the because um, they make a lot on online uh, tuition and other things. So it was like, what was the point that they decided, OK, we, we can't be associated with this person anymore? I have a lot of questions and I don't have a lot of answers. Exactly. But a lot I of feel speculation. like this is just the tip of the nasty iceberg. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to need to crack a window, air it out, because it's going to get a lot stinkier before it don't. I just, I can't, I just, I I, can't. Eve, there's a lot of nasty things going on in this story. Frankly, for somebody who's been sitting around looking for a good story to watch, we've now got one. We've got the popcorn ready, and we're going to sit here and watch it unfold and then tell you about it. We'll keep popping that popcorn, talk about it again tomorrow with you from noon to three. But right now, Lori and Julia take over. And Holly, anything uh, exciting coming up on the show? Oh, just you wait. All right, we'll do that right here on the other side of this on My Talk 1071. Bye!